Welcome to the Modern MBA podcast with Marie Kerwin and Kristen Rossi. Our mission is to help MBAs coming from, going into, or merely considering more unorthodox career paths. We're a community to find inspiration and share stories. Today on the Modern MBA podcast, we're speaking with Joshua Perry. With a passion for sustainability, he did his MBA at Work Business School and recently landed a role as a net zero transformation consultant with one of the big four. So fantastic. Okay. Well, let's start off by just asking you to introduce yourself. So tell us your name, where you're from and where you did your MBA. Yep. So uh, thank you so much for having me on the show. My name is Josh Perry and I grew up in Windsor, just outside of London. Um, but I've been living in Manchester for uh, the last sort of seven years on and off. And um, I did my MBA at Warwick Business School. Fantastic, thank you. So you've had a really interesting career um, centred around food waste and sustainability. Um, could you kind of walk us through your experience, um, you know, up to the point of doing the MBA? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I think uh, interesting is a is a good word for sure. I've um, held held quite a variety of roles. So uh, my first proper job out of uh, university was with a food waste charity called Fair Share. And my role in that project was, so I basically ran a project with Tesco rolling out um, a redistribution scheme for surplus food. And that really sort of sparked my interest in um, in sustainability and the food system in particular. And um, uh, you may know that uh, uh, the food system's responsible for a lot of uh, greenhouse gas emissions. It has, it has a big impact. So um I really took that interest and that passion um, to uh, my next organisation, which was the Co-op, uh, an organisation that I'd admired quite a lot for the for the way that it operated. Um, so I worked there for about two and a half years, um, mainly focused on uh, conducting research to support business cases, and also probably the most ex- well the most exciting project I was involved in was uh, developing a. Uh, food sustainability strategy with a lot of different stakeholders both within the business and outside Um, and then I reached a point in uh, I think sort of late 2018 where I was really uh, had had an idea in my head that I I would want to work abroad Um, I'd never done a a gap year or or taken time off of work so um, I did. I decided I was going to move to Singapore. That completely failed because uh, it was actually very difficult to get a work visa. Um, so I, I then picked Australia and uh, I was very fortunate to get uh, two contract roles whilst I was out there um, focused on um, more more on the social impact side, first with, uh, with BP and then with Australia Post. Um, so, yeah, that's a, that's a bit of a potted history of my of my career to date. Fantastic. And how did you find it? Um, how did you find the process of like, um, I guess, of finding work overseas and, and finding the roles there? Uh, so I, well, I, I have to say that I was very fortunate in terms of timings because um, I booked my plane ticket, I quit my job. Um, well, I, I quit sounds slightly negative. I, I handed in my resignation and then um I was actually managed to, managed to secure my job with BP about a week before um, I left. So I had uh, I still remember having a sort of a five a 
5 a.m. Um, interview uh, in Manchester. And um, but yeah, I, I guess the in terms of how I found it, I guess the same principles apply um, as they do in the UK in terms of um, making sure that you use your network um, and, uh, and 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 relationships and and you know do you have any connections within a company and, and really making the most of those. So tell us about what brought you to the MBA. So, uh, so I I think I spent about sort sort of a year considering an MBA, and um, I suppose I was quite early in my career to do one. But uh, the main reason um, was really that I felt like I was about to um, sort of move into a management role, and really when I got there, I wanted to make sure that I was as as effective as I possibly could be within that role. Um, I, I went to a, a training event once uh, where they used the phrase accidental manager um, to refer to someone that, you know, uh, reaches reaches that particular stage just because they're particularly good at um, doing things. And for me, I, I really wanted to make sure that, um, I, you know, when I when I reach that position, that I'd be able to support people really effectively and and understand, um, you know, some, you know, sound principles behind leadership. Uh, so that was one of the key reasons. Another one was really around uh, sustainability. So um, most people would would say, and and I would agree with them, is that um, you know to it in order to effectively change organisations, you need to understand how how businesses work, how they're organised and run, and 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 how they operate. So. Um, yeah, I, I felt like I needed a lot more than just my knowledge about social and environmental issues. And the MBA definitely, definitely gave me that um, and that that confidence and that understanding of, of core principles around strategy and finance, etc. Um, and then the third and then the third reason was actually um, just just actually because I really enjoy learning. And I think obviously you know if you're making a substantial investment like a get getting onto an mba uh, is obviously a massive financial investment but i think it's really important to think about not only just self-improvement but actually uh to to do it for the for the joy of learning um you know before i did the mba i was always reading the ft or the economist and um and and engaging in those issues and uh yeah and so so that was that was sort of another reason for me yeah that totally makes sense I mean there's no other there's no better I suppose like continuous learning opportunity um than an MBA I find because I think it's just it's the course is almost just like the beginning right and then it gives you so much to sort of think about afterwards as well yeah totally totally for sure and so how um how did you go about choosing um Warwick for your program uh so I wanted to do so I, I did actually consider doing a part-time um course and I, and I'm quite pleased that I didn't because um I felt like I wanted to really devote everything that I had to the course um and sort of not end up juggling a lot of things and not doing them very well um so that was a, a key consideration for me um in terms of picking Warwick I have to say that um I was very shallow and just looked at um looked at league tables uh that was that was pretty much it um, you know, I could see that um, that Warwick had had performed really well. It was really highly rated on student experience, on on teaching, 
um so that that sort of did it for me um i'd also never so i'd i'd lived in lots of different places uh across the across the uk in different regions um and hadn't actually lived in the west mids before so that, you know i was also interested in that um i did apply to manchester but um you know i thought you know it's a good good experience to to live somewhere else um and also um i got a really good impression throughout the interview process um from from speaking to members of staff from my interview and you know that's that's obviously really important as well that uh it feels like a nice community and and you can sort of fit right in and that was the case with warwick yeah i mean i think that's fair enough i think the league tables like it is important right like you want to go you know you're investing all this money so you want to go somewhere that has like a good reputation and a good program and so how was your experience with the course because you started in 2020 right so you kind of came into it knowing that there might be some disruption I guess I did yeah I <laughs> and uh yeah so I, I I did consider I did actually consider deferring um but you know I, I suppose it's worked out well in in a lot of cases because uh my thought process was that if if I just you know get my head down now and then by the time I come out, hopefully the jobs market would have picked up again. And fortunately, that seems to be in the case, you know, obviously, there was a big pause of um, activity and businesses, uh, you know, lots of hiring freezes throughout the pandemic. But then um, I suppose it's been actually timed quite well by the time I, I left unit, um, by the time I finished my MBA. So uh, yeah, it's worked out well. <laughs> thank goodness yeah I think that's the thing isn't it like it's just so you know you don't yeah I get why people are tempted to defer but at the same time everything is kind of so crazy and like you say at least you seem to have hit this um you've come out and hit this sweet spot now where like the job market is just going insane and so how did you um like what were your what were some of your highlights or some of the the best um best points of the course for you uh so that's uh, I mean that's a really good question I think one of my highlights was um which is also why I was very impressed by your podcast was that there were a really wide ranges of um, career backgrounds, actually. So, um, you know, I was, I was expecting, you know, I, I obviously was attracted by the, by diversity in other senses, diversity in terms of nationalities um, and peers, but I didn't really fully appreciate how diverse the um, career backgrounds would be. So, um, you know, one of my closest friends, for example, from the MBA worked in uh, the dance music industry um, in royalties. And, um, you know, there, there are loads of people across across the course that have, you know, come come from industries and doing roles that um, I'd never really even considered. Um, so and that obviously added a, a lot of a lot of insight as well. Um you know, I'd, I would just definitely class myself as a complete nerd. So I think actually another highlight was just um, having having sort of a lot of time and space just to really engage with all the content and um, and to reflect and then and then obviously to discuss it in class. You know, I think there's um, yeah, just uh, you know, a huge privilege to be able to do that and to take time out of work and and to yeah, just really throw myself in. So that was a that was another highlight for sure. 
Yeah, and I do think what you were saying about kind of like the full-time program, it is an advantage that you just like, if you're lucky enough to be able to do it, it does give you that opportunity just to, as you say, throw yourself in, throw yourself into things and, and just really focus on yeah, that. Yeah, totally. Cool. Okay. And so of the skills that you've learned on the MBA, and we talked about this a little bit in the beginning, I guess, um, but which skills do you think have kind of helped you the most in your career so far? Yeah, so, well, I'm, I'm three months out. Uh, so, so I finished in September. So I'm, I'm hoping that I've got uh, a lifetime or, or at least, I don't know, the next decade or so to really um, appreciate those skills. Um, and actually, today is only my first day of a new job. Um, so I, I think I feel like I'm going to reap the war- rewards um, shortly or, or certainly hope to. Um, but I think the, t- the two that stand out and, and you know, generally valuable for life as well. The first one would be uh, self-awareness, which is, um, you know, I've, certainly on the Warwick MBA and maybe other programs as well was one that was sort of drilled into us from the beginning um but you know i i've i've definitely come to understand myself a lot more how i work more effectively um most effectively and how i can um sort of communicate that to other people really to make sure that i um you know build really good relationships with people um and then the other one i suppose is is just like a, a really strong appreciation for just how how complex organizations are and i think um that's just something it doesn't matter what job you do uh if you want to do something with an organization particularly a large one it's always really important to think about how um yeah just how complex how complex they are um and that you just if something looks like a simple or easy solution it probably isn't um so i think uh yeah that's been another really valuable lesson as well yeah that totally makes sense I know that for me like when I came out of the MBA and started looking for a role having spent the year with people who'd worked in I'd worked in a a relatively small company Mm -hmm. and quite a simple sort of business model um and having had that exposure to people from global organizations or sectors where you know things are perhaps more I guess more complex and more turbulent it was really interesting to see how I was like when I was applying for roles I was like yeah okay now I understand why they actually want you to have had experience at those kind of organizations and just what what different experience it is yeah yeah definitely I mean what what you see on the surface is yeah I mean often about five percent and then um you know i i I guess it it just also i suppose shows why why it takes actually quite a long time to really understand an organization you know before you before you try and change it or improve it yeah for sure and so i've I've done this in the wrong order really Uh, but tell (laughs) us about what you're um, what you're doing now uh so as of today uh i've just started a new role with uh monitor deloitte which is uh, Deloitte's uh, strategy division, and uh, there's a new team within that um, within that business called Net Zero Transformation. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm going to be my role as a consultant, and I'm going to be helping clients uh, across lots of different industries uh, look at their business strategy uh, with the with a focus on sustainability. So up until this point. Um, you know, consulting has been very focused on, uh, you know, producing a better report or communicating something better, um, transparency, disclosure, etc. Um, mm. But the the proposition of this new team is to really look at 
um, instead of you know working with a sustainability team to really work with um, at, at the sort of the highest levels to say um, you know how are you going to change your business to meet the meet the net zero challenge um, which is you know for many businesses going to be the largest challenge within sort of the next decade uh, so yeah, it's it's really exciting. I feel completely clueless at the moment, like anyone starting a new job. Uh, but I'm I'm hoping that uh, yeah, I'm hoping everything will become a bit clearer over the next few weeks. <laughs> Absolutely, no, that does sound really exciting. Well, congratulations! Thank you so much. Cheers. I'm very. Yeah. Um, can I ask you a bit about um, I guess the recruitment process and how you went about like finding and applying for your role? Yeah, definitely. So. Um, I suppose it's a bit it's a bit like anything in well in your career or or certainly in my career in the sense that um there was some some degree of planning and and direction in terms of what I wanted to do but then the actual process was um there was a bit of serendipity there so um I basically uh met this uh, recruitment consultant um who told me about the role and and it just looked absolutely fantastic um so then I, I applied through through them and then um, uh, it was a three stage process to two case interviews and then a partner interview as well. Um, I think the thing that I, I would I can say I, I enjoyed them now because uh, <laughs> they're probably quite a distant memory. I, uh, um, I, I remember after the second one, I, I felt like uh, I wasn't so sure about how I did and, and it was uh, quite stressful. But. Uh, the thing I, that I did really enjoy about it was that, um, particularly with the case interviews, it was very much focused on doing. So showing showing someone how you think and how you produce work rather than just um, talking about doing work and how you think. Um, so even though that was a completely new experience for me, I, I really enjoyed it. And um, yeah, I, th- I think it's just a great way to assess people in terms of... Um, you know getting someone to do a presentation either on the spot or or prepared so yeah yeah that's a really good point like I so I didn't end up applying for consulting but I did go through um the prep and like the case study prep and stuff um and I really like it was one of my favorite parts of the MBA actually because it just kind of it felt like you were actually getting to use all of the stuff that you learned in real life and I I kind of miss it a bit actually (laughs) maybe maybe you can (laughs) do some in your spare time I'm sure exactly okay um so I've completely I've really abandoned our list of questions um, and we've just been chatting but that's fine um so just tell us about um I guess what your vision is for the future so what your plans are for um, for the future so uh my well so my you know like anyone starting a new job my focus is to uh just become very good at that job um so I'm totally new to consulting uh, I've always worked in-house um so just getting my head around how that works um, and just making sure that I'm being being as impactful as, as I possibly can. Um, I think sort of, uh, you know, on the sort of medium to longer term, a uh, key focus for me is to, you know, uh, become a people leader and to, um, to step into that role. Uh, what really uh drives me and motivates me is is supporting other people um it you know i i find it hugely rewarding so i I really want to um really want to utilize that um 
I definitely uh, at one at some point, very in the distant future, I'd love to do uh, a PhD or some form of further studies, maybe a DBA. And um, and I think just generally, just my goal is to to keep learning, really, to to take what I've learned from the MBA, but j- just to just to continue with that. And um, uh, I just think you know. Particular, I, I suppose the older you get, uh, the slightly more rigid you can be. Um, so I think to try and avoid that as much as I possibly can and to, to constantly challenge my own viewpoint and, um, you know, expose myself to, to sort of uh, different areas. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a really, a really admirable way of looking at it and being able to keep that, that flexibility of approach yeah. is, is so important. Yeah, definitely. And so final question, um, what would your advice be to other MBAs who are looking at um, a career in the sustainability sector? Well, uh, I thought about this question quite a bit. And I think, uh, well, first of all, I would love it if more MBAs did go into sustainability, because um, I think particularly now that there's definitely a lot more recruiters and a lot more teams are starting to recognise the value of people that um, haven't worked in sustainability all their careers and you know I think people from commercial backgrounds etc can really offer so much to sustainability so I, would, I definitely encourage people to do it um, first of all I think um, certainly certainly my my own experience is that you need to be creative uh, in terms of um, if you, if you want to move into a certain area so um, you know what can you do alongside your your day job or outside of work um, in your community related to um, a particular sustainability issue? You know, there's so much, there's so many opportunities out there from a voluntary perspective. Um, there's so much news, obviously, and information available these days as well. So um, sign up to uh newsletters with carbon brief or or ed and uh make sure that you're consuming all of that news and 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 not just consuming it but actually thinking quite critically about it so if if a new company comes out with more uh sustainability commitments don't just take their word for it and think about uh okay what does this actually mean um is it a robust commitment um and then i'd say you know the 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 other key tip would just be to to network which which is good advice for any uh any career move but but especially for sustainability as well yeah absolutely and it's great that you've mentioned actually in kind of name checks and specific resources as well because i think that will really help people who are kind of looking to engage more with that industry and, and aren't quite sure where to start off. yeah definitely and uh and obviously if any of your listeners want to want any more tips then i'm uh, i'm more than happy to to speak to them that's all for today's modern mba podcast i'm Kristen. And I'm Marie. If you like this episode, remember to hit the subscribe button wherever you get your podcasts. And you can get access to articles and more great content by visiting our website, themodernmba.co.uk, or you can follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram. Until next time, bye! Bye!